0: The room. I'm Elise. And I'm Madeline. And today we are going to be covering Dance Moms episode six of season one. The title of the episode is Dying to Dance. And this episode premiered on August 17th, 2011. So this episode starts with the same format. We are at the studio at the Chalkboard Pyramid. And Abby says that this week, the competition that they're going to is regionals. What does she mean by this? I was confused because what, it's not like there's a standard competition for the entire dance community. Is it, I don't get yeah. what this is. So
1: this, I think she's meaning this competition has multiple regionals around the country. And you can basically go to any of them to qualify to go to this competition's nationals.
0: Okay, that must be it.
1: Because you hear her at the end of the episode, she
0: said this is their last regionals to qualify for their nationals. So she says that they're going to Star Power in Providence, Rhode Island this weekend. So she just means that it's like a Star Power regionals mm-hmm. to qualify they plan for their to nationals. Go
1: to, yeah, they plan to go to Star Power nationals this
0: season. Okay, okay. Um, so we see the moms, and I wanted to point out that Christy is wearing an uggo. Hot pink tank top and a little matching bejeweled shrug. I thought it was pretty tragic. Yeah, looking. it came straight out of Justice. It was. It was it, like crazy. I had that in brown. No, I know. I was like, where did you buy this in 2011? Um, Abby says that this competition is make or break for nationals because, like we said, this is the competition that's going to qualify them to go to the national star power competition. She says that Maddie has a new solo, Brooke has a new solo, and Chloe has a new solo. We don't talk about the pyramid, but it's on, like you can see it in the background, so I'll just point out that the pyramid has Maddie on top, Chloe, Paige, and Brooke second row, and then, oh, no, 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 the pyramid has Maddie on top, Chloe and Paige on the second row, and then Brooke, Nia, Vivi, and Mackenzie on the bottom row. Holly says that she is disappointed. This is very typical. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I honestly wanted to go back and see if it even changed. Is anything even changing? Um, Holly says that she is disappointed that Nia didn't get a solo and feels like Abby doesn't believe in her. And in an interview, Christy explains that every dance competition has different age brackets. And usually Chloe and Maddie are in the same age group because they are only one year apart. But at Star Power, Chloe is in the 9 to 11 age category, and Maddie is in the 8 and under age category. So Christy's going into this being a little, like, excited, I guess you'd say, because she's like, oh, like, this will be nice because Maddie's in her own category, the 8 and under. Then you have Chloe and 9 to 11, and then Brooke is in the, I guess, 12 and up.
1: Yeah. Um, And I do think um, Paige had a solo this episode, too, that we didn't see.
0: There was a lot of dances that we saw costumes for that were not talked about, and we'll get into that when you go to the competition, because I saw so many different costumes. Yeah. Abby says that everyone is in the group dance this week, and it's called Where Have All the Children Gone? She says, this routine is about children who become missing. You've all seen children's face on milk cartons. That's how she says (laughs) milk. Milk? Milk. 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 It's contemporary, it's mature and it's very dark. You have to be great actresses to pull it off. And they're all going to be in white like angels and I don't want any discrepancies. I don't want any opinions. I think this thought process is so
1: retro. The um kids on the milk cartons, I've never seen that in my life.
0: Not <laughs> once. That was not something that we grew up with and in fact, I have Such a vivid memory of being in um, library and like elementary school. And you know how Miss Scully, I'll give her a shout out, Miss Barbara Scully. I loved library, and she would do that thing where she would like, um, not advertise, but like promote certain books of the week. You know, she would like read it was the descriptions, the, she'd read the
1: synopsis.
0: Yeah, yeah, like on the little and book you'd covers. run over, you'd run over to grab It'd be it. Be a sprint to see who can grab the book the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So, but I remember there was a book. And it was about kids that go missing and are on like a milk carton. And she like kind of explained to us that concept because like we hadn't, I've never heard of that, but that stuck in my head that she explained that situation to me about how when kids were kidnapped or go missing, they would be put on milk cartons to like, I'm not going to say promote, what is the word? Like to to make people aware
1: that they're
0: missing. Yeah, but just to, like, make people aware of the facts of their case, I guess. I'm not sure. Um, I think it was, like, an effective thing, though, I guess.
1: So she didn't mean, like, milk cartons you get at, like, the grocery. She meant milk cartons
0: that you get at lunch? Yes, that's the type of milk carton I think it was. And you know what? I was like, no one buys those big paper milk cartons. Like people get the I jugs. think this had to have been a thing in like the 80s. And it's just not something that we're familiar with. But maybe some of our more mature listeners more out sense. there can let us know. <laughs> so in interview, Abby says this routine is simple, clean, but it tells a story and makes you think. And that's what people are looking for in an overall high scoring number. They start group rehearsals in studio B and we hear the first clips of the music. It is frightening. It is spooky, ooky, scary music. It's a um spoken word poetry piece, <laughs> I would say. Mhm. Yeah. Um it's creepy. Abby says, it's a very haunting, dark piece of music. These are the types of dances that are remembered at competitions, choreographers that make you think or feel something. I agree. Yeah. No, I definitely think that these types of dances are interesting, like the ones that are a little bit more alternative, you know, Mm -hmm. have a story. (laughs) Yeah. It's just wild with these.
1: it's it's a good dance. It is one of my favorite dances. I, but I think it's it's like it's where the did this music the come from too? Where did she find this? This was man it made.
0: I, it, I would not be shocked if she was looking for something in the Lifetime producers Couldn't. got it like made for her.
1: He did this, and then another dance that they'll do in season two. He the same guy did a, mm-hmm. a song for a group dance. So I
0: don't and know. And it's the same same type of scary.
1: They're in the insane asylum.
0: <laughs> Yes. Punching themselves Uh, in the face. So again, Abby says, the original concept is about children who have gone missing, the kids on the milk carton or on the news every (laughs) night. But I put a little edge that maybe there was some bullying involved that was making the children commit suicide. That's what the story is about. Oh. 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 Okay. So now it's more about
1: suicide than kidnapping.
0: It's not – yeah. It
1: started as like
0: the idea – Is like a kidnapping case. However, Abby turns it into young children bullying each other and driving the other kids to committing suicide. It is
1: crazy. That's what ends up the whole dance ends up being that because
0: each girl ends up
1: killing themselves. It's very shocking. Very dark. (laughs)
0: Um, I know we like a trigger warning.
1: I know. I'm like, I don't know if at that, that age in my life, I, I don't know if I knew what that was.
0: or No, I would have no concept. If they even knew.
1: You know? Maybe they, they did I don't know. think they
0: did. I, I, these kids, like they've said before that they're just like, oh, okay. Or we're just yeah, dancing. I get that. like, Yeah. In interview, Chloe says, to be honest, I don't really know the meaning of where have all the children gone, but Abby says that we are giving a message to parents that this has still been happening and you should be safe. <laughs> But I really like it. It's cool and creepy and awesome. See, I don't think they had a concept of what was really going on here. Because <laughs> what she's saying, um, we're giving a
1: message that this has still been happening. What has still been happening? She doesn't even know what, <laughs> what I know, has still well, been
0: happening.
1: I don't know. I, sh- I think it's so fu- – it, well, obviously, it's not funny. But just she's like, it's cool, creepy, and it's just awesome.
0: Yeah, see, I don't think that they I understood think they're just the so subject innocent. material. Yeah. They're just innocent. And, I guess and
1: that's,
0: and that's, ba- that's why better, I, I it, guess. Yeah,
1: I'd rather that.
0: Whatever. Yeah. Um, upstairs, Kathy says, I love dark stuff because I do dark stuff. And I've even done a missing child's piece. But I don't really think this is age appropriate for Kenzie or Vivi at all. I'm sorry. I'm not happy about that at all. In interview, Kelly says, it's a very disturbing song. My kids are fine with it being dark music. I don't even think they really listen to the words. The costume and the music, it's just a part of it. That's See? so yeah. Kelly. So that Kelly. is so Kelly. Kelly probably didn't even know
1: everything that was
0: going on. Uh, Kel- yes. I think some things just go shoop, just above yeah, above her head. Um, Okay. So, an in interview Christy says, "I really worry that this number may be too heavy for girls this age. It might be too depressing not only for the audience but for the judges as well." Which, yes, that's a thought that I had too. I was like, "What if the judges or people like at the dance competition have like personal connections to something like this?" And actually, I think Abby mentions that later, but I was like, I don't know. It's just not the most appealing. Well, yeah,
1: it's, it's not going to appeal to everybody, but it does get everybody thinking. It's just different than what is shown. Definitely
0: a thought provoking piece, I'd say. Holly says in her interview, to me, it's about child abduction, which I know for Nia makes her very sad. And I'm a little uncomfortable with it. I just don't even think that moms knew what to even say about this. Because it's like, Mm -mm. yeah, like this is really dark and disturbing. Like, is it
1: abduction? Is it, I don't know. Now we're saying it's about abduction.
0: (laughs) Well, because I think that was, Abby says that was the original thing. But then Uh she was like, let me make this about bullying. And she just kind of like combined it all. (laughs) Um, In rehearsal, Abby calls the girls over and says, you're dancing. You're doing steps. You're trying to listen to the words, but you're not interpreting the story correctly. This dance is very serious because maybe people in the audience have had a child that's gone missing, so you're going to touch somebody's heart. This has to be a very serious routine, and right now you're just doing the steps, and we need to get past that, and we need to perform. Then she looks over at Vivian Kinsey, and she's like, do you two understand is very serious. They're six. They had no clue. They're like,
1: "They do weren't I understand even listening? what?
0: Like what they do weren't you even mean? listening
1: in the second Abby looked over at them, they were just like, mm-hmm, and nodded because they had no clue what was going on. And I I mean I don't blame them. Mm-mm. They didn't even have That's- parts in it, really. They just Oh no. Vivi swung Swinging. and Kenzie pushed her.
0: Mm-hmm. Abby says, I'm an artist, and when it comes to complicated choreography, the children who are dancers need to become artists as well. I want to teach them to convey the story with their emotional execution as well as their dance technique. Okay. Fine. Now we are upstairs in the fishbowl, and Christy says, guess what tomorrow is? Kelly's going to be 40. So for our listeners, that would mean that this scene this episode was filmed on may 15th 2011 her birthday is may 16th okay kathy goes lordy lordy look who's 40 (laughs) um in interview kelly said so
1: young i think it's so young
0: it really is i was yeah i thought that too an um, in interview, Kelly says, I don't know how I feel about turning 40. I'm excited. It's a new chapter in my life. But when I think about it, I think, oh, I'm so old. But yeah, 40s, 40s, the new 30. Chris, Christy says she's going to be bringing goodies and cocktails to Kelly's house. Melissa's like, ay, yay. <laughs> no, I not I.
1: I think what she was saying this in response to was because Christy was like, "and no babies," and Clara said something. I think, and then Melissa was like repeating her. She's like, "ay ay," like a baby, like
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. That's funny though that you said, "ay <laughs> ay." I picked it up. It was like when you're when when I'm doing when we're listening, <laughs> watching the episode so in depth to like take notes on it, guys. You would not believe the stuff that you hear, like. I – first of all, watching the episode today took me about three hours because I I hear everything. I hear all the background mic conversations and it's like – it's just – it's so funny. So randomly, Kathy suggests that the lady should go and get Botox tomorrow. Kelly screams. She's like, I don't even want to do it. It's like, ah! And says, do I look that old? Kathy. Well, right here and points to her forehead. <laughs> I mean, a- anybody who's 40, I mean, you know, start to think about that. In an interview, Christy says that she doesn't know why Kathy is so insecure and that it may be because she is older. I mean, doing math, I think Christy could be old enough to be my mother. Well, or I did Kathy the math. Kathy could
1: be old enough to be her
0: mom. Yeah. Christy said that Kathy can be old enough to be her mom and I did the math, guys. So let's see. Christy's birthday is March 3rd, 1977. Kathy's birthday is April 19th, 1959. That would make Kathy 18 years older than Christy. So legally, she would be an adult. I mean, technically, you can have a baby at other ages, but 18, it's definitely plausible.
1: That is funny.
0: Holly, and I think said- it's funny
1: that they have um, – that when they're talking about Botox, how taboo it is at this point still. And now, like, everybody gets it. Oh, like, I know. it's so popular now. But now they're they like, were oh, my acting- gosh, 40.
0: Yes. You get it. They were acting like it was a crazy concept to get Botox at 40. And I'm like, there's 20-year-olds, 18-year-olds yeah, out here it. getting Botox. Mm-hmm. Um, Holly, Holly says that she <laughs> likes her wrinkles and thinks they add character. Yeah.
1: And they're like, good for you.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, good for her. I, I, she's just, she's oh natural, and I love that. In interview, Kathy says, Kelly is 40 and fabulous for sure, but she really needs to start thinking about some high-end maintenance. I like to be like, 40 and fabulous for sure. 30, high-end. 30 and thriving. <laughs> Christy, Christy says, I'm only 34. Do you think I need it, Kathy? Oh, Yes nobody (laughs) wants to have those frown lines um also shocking that christy is 34 she's so young that's only like um seven Seven years years. older than you i know she has two full kids
1: and a grown kid i
0: would have had to have chloe like two years ago yeah you were yeah and
1: um and now I think this is funny, too, because Christy talks about how she gets Botox all the time. And so this was the beginning of her, addiction. her little um, <laughs>
0: addiction to Botox. And Kathy predicted that she said they would become junkies. We'll talk about that. Um, in interview, Kathy says Christy is a lot younger than all of us. And honestly, she has furrows so deep in her brow that honest to gosh, we could plant seeds in it. We could grow a bouquet there if we had to.
1: I think she said burrows. Furrows. like furrows. Not burrows?
0: No, she was saying that the lines in her forehead, like a furrow, know, like, like you furrow your brow, that they're so deep, like it's like a planter. And you No, know, I know exactly proceed. what she's talking.
1: <laughs> I know exactly, but I thought it was like a burrow. Like I thought
0: that no digging I think the, the mud out was is... called a burrow. No, I think that's like a bunny rabbit burrowing okay. a hole. Furrow but is like you how furrow did she even, your brow. How'd she even think of that? That's so funny. I don't know. That was something really unique uh, that she said there. <laughs> and Kelly ends that combo saying that she's in and thinks that they should do it. And it's on the. Would it dime, so yeah, I would do it too. So I would do it too. Absolutely. Say. I'd be like free Botox. Sign me up. Mm-hmm. So Holly gets up from being. Uh, with the moms upstairs and she decides to go downstairs and find Abby. Holly says that she was incredibly frustrated after chalkboard and she wants the best for her daughter and wants her to shine and have the same opportunities as the rest of the girls. But once again, Nia has been passed over for a solo. She's angry, disappointed, and sick of it. Holly knocks on Studio A's door during rehearsals and asks to talk to Abby for one second. I was shocked because Abby just, like, follows her out to the front desk, like, no big deal. But Mm -hmm. you will see, like, throughout the show, um, that's not typically what happens. When a mom, like, interrupts rehearsals or walks into the class, Abby usually, like, freaks out. It must have been –
1: Well, Holly usually doesn't come in anyway, so I'm sure she was like, oh, maybe Abby wanted to talk to Holly, too, because Holly's not there as much. But, um, yeah, it's very uncanny of Abby to be
0: like, oh, yeah, I'll come out and talk to you. Holly says, how come Nia doesn't have a chance to do her solo? She's not being stretched, I guess, like stretched to her limits. I don't want Nia to get to the point where she thinks, oh, I'm settling. It's good that I'm only doing um, two group numbers. Mm-hmm. This was a hint because they are doing two group numbers this week. We're only seeing where have all the children gone. But you'll see, Oh, and I'm going to point it out to you, later in the episode, like right towards the end, they're all in my pumps costumes with the black wigs.
1: Yeah, I think they do two group numbers at most of these competitions in the first season because they've had my pumps on before. I know. And they had and they had the 007 costumes on that they do in mm-hmm. season 2. So I think she's saying like at most of these competitions in the first season they had built up all of these group dances. So I think they do two group dances at these and we only they focused on one for
0: the um episode. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um in an interview Abby says, all of these moms want their kids to be in the spotlight. It's just not that easy. It doesn't work that way. Not everybody can be in the spotlight. You have to have the talent and some have it and some don't. Holly says, I want her to feel successful. I want her to feel wanted. Abby says, I want you in there with her private lessons. I told you that several weeks ago. It's the ballet technique. So it's over and over and over. And Nia, come on, wake up. What are you doing? an interview, Holly says it's frustrating because she doesn't hear me. She just gives me whatever answers that are hollow. They don't have any meaning to them. She's just trying to shut me up. Abby says that it's not about how many dances is this kid in and how many is that kid in and how much is this person paying. Really, Holly, that has very little to do with it. I don't want you to come in. Wait. I don't want you coming back in saying that I'm too tough on her. I want her... To know duet trio, is it worth putting the time and energy in? And And I don't get
1: where why Abby doesn't give Nia her solo because the last time she did it, she won. Yeah, the Cuban one. It was good. I don't I don't (laughs) know. Why can't she
0: just do that? It's not she doesn't have to teach her anything new. Right. Holly says that she wants to see action. Words are lovely, but she wants to see action. She wants to see some type of commitment to Nia. In Interview Abby says, Nia is a good dancer, but is she great? Not yet. These moms think that everything should be fair, but it's not fair. Life isn't fair. Every competition has different rules, different age categories, and I want to put the kids in that I think are going to win. That has nothing okay. to do with it. Different rules? No, I know. I don't understand what that correlation was with the whole Nia thing. I didn't get that.
1: Okay, so – Oh, my gosh. You Z- got the name of
0: this place? I got I, the it name. Went-
1: It went by so fast on the camera. It
0: went by so fast. I paused it and it was blurry, but I could like make it out (laughs) scene by scene. So we are at UM, wait. We are at UPMC, which I can only assume was either University of Pittsburgh Medical Center or University of Pennsylvania Medical Center, Mm -hmm. Cosmetic Surgery and Skin Health Center (laughs) with Kelly, Christy, Melissa, and Kathy. Um, Kelly says we are coming today to get injections for our wrinkles because Kathy seemed to think that Christy and I needed some improvements. And since it's my 40th birthday, we decided to we decided to do it today. Why doesn't Melissa need Botox? I I was wondering if she got some and just didn't want it filmed because why, why else would she why be there? Why can she choose not to have it filmed? I don't know, but why else would she be it's there? Not a,
1: it's not like taboo for you to get Botox, like. Unless she just was there and wanted to be a part of it so she didn't miss anything. But she didn't get any. A good point. I don't know.
0: I don't know. But um so Kathy like walks them into the office and is like, see, it just looks like a dentist's office. And Melissa's like, Oh my god, look at those needles. (laughs) Kelly's like, I'm scared. Yeah. Kelly Kelly says that she's afraid of side effects like droopy eyelids and hopes that everything turns out okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kelly gets in the chair first, and Christy <laughs> says, see, this is where we needed cocktails. Kelly, you're so brave. I thought that was cute. You're so brave. Yeah. <laughs> then um the injector puts Botox in like three spots on Kelly's forehead, and Kelly says, like it wasn't that bad. It just felt like a bee sting. And Christy's like painful. Oh. I know. That's why Christy's like, <laughs> oh, and my face? Uh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, In an interview, Christy says, "Kelly went first, and watching her, I started to panic because it looks very painful. They're going to stick needles in my face. I don't like needles in my arms, let alone in my face." Christy gets in the chair next. (laughs) Kathy says, "Like in person, in front of everyone in the room, Christy has tons of wrinkles for only being 34. She really needs help." And then Christy says, "I have these lines here." in the middle of her eyebrows. And I guess I scowl a lot and move my eyebrows. It's kind of just a part of my personality, but everyone always thinks I'm mad. I'm really not. I guess I just have mean eyes. And then the injector injects Christy between her brows and on her forehead. Christy says it didn't hurt, and she's happily surprised.
1: <laughs> and I think – I mean, she, um, she's just very expressive, so that's why she had them, but – even the yeah. doctor was like, when Kathy said that she had tons of wrinkles and really needs help, the doctor was like, oh. oh. And Christy was like making this face. I'm like, Kathy doesn't
0: hold back. She really doesn't. Kathy, uh, they well, okay. So they all, I guess, end. It was just Christy and Kelly that got the injections that we saw. And Kathy says, a couple of pricks and off we go. I love that. We are back at the studio, and it's three days before competition. Abby says that the kids are going to competition weekend after weekend, and it's all leading to this point. We want to go to Providence, put our best foot forward, and end up on top. Maddie is rehearsing her solo. It's shocking. A lyrical contemporary dance to beautiful. Groundbreaking. Abby says it has turns, jumps, leaps, what she does best. An in interview, Maddie says, I always win first because I work really hard in classes, and I'm usually against seven-year-olds. There are times when I get bumped up to the next age category, and I'm still in first place, so I usually don't worry. She's confident. She's got the confidence. She,
1: but she's only eight. I mean, she she's like, I'm against seven-year-olds. It's like, that was you last <laughs> year. I know. Year.
0: <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's just funny. She's like, I'm grown. I'm eight now. Right. Abby asks Maddie, "What do you think the judges are looking for?" and Maddie says, "Technique." Abby says, "Yes, you put in all of these hours in ballet, I need to show your technique." And then she asks Maddie if they need to go over anything else. And Maddie shakes her head, "No." And Abby's like, "All right, off you go." Like, it was such a different dynamic between them. Um, where she was just like, "Oh, Maddie, like do you have any questions? Like are you do you need to go over any parts of the dance and Mm -hmm. maddie's like no i got it and abby's like oh okay like i could never imagine that with any of the other girls no and
1: i and this scene always this is something that makes me um annoyed because in a few episodes abby will be in a private with nia and she'll say this she'll ask her the same exact thing and she'll say and what do you think it helps you win? What's the reason you can win? And Nia says, um, technique. And Abby says, yes, technique. Now explain that word to me. What does technique mean? And, and Nia's like, um, I think that it means. And she's like, I, I actually don't know. And she's like, really? You really don't know? All of the time. She's like, wouldn't you ask if you didn't know what that meant? And then here, the same thing happens. Mm-hmm. She asks Maddie. What helps you in? And Maddie says technique. And she's like, okay, and technique means all of the hours you spend in ballet class, all of the relevés, every yeah. turnout. And I'm like, she's literally feeds Maddie this information and then she expects the other kids to just know it. Like yeah, let, that's if such Maddie's a Maddie's so amazing, like let her give you her definition of technique and see if it's correct. Like I don't that
0: always I, made I, me mad. And I'll and point I it out again once I we can't hum. even yeah, I can't remember Abby ever asking Maddie, like, any questions like that. No, she'll Even. give her, like, it's like this, like, she'll give her the answer. Chloe is now rehearsing her solo. She's doing a musical theater piece called Parlez-moi, which means love talk this dance in French. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah, love that. Right. Um... In interview, Chloe says, it's a cute French dance that uses personality, and I really like it. I'm nervous because it's a new solo, and I want to win first place so I can go to nationals. In the middle of Chloe's uh, solo rehearsal, we see Broadway Baby walking her way into the studio. She makes her grand entrance. She does. She's serving Bo. She has a little blue bow in her hair. She just got (laughs) groomed. And Abby's like, "Oh my god, look at my baby girl." And in an interview Abby says, "Broadway <laughs> baby is my dog." It's her dog, guys, by the way. It's a little yeah. tiny Maltese. Um, and I say tiny. Chunky. I'm not going to fat. That shame baby the dog. You see I'm not going to do, do hamburgers. But no, I but did it's I have because
1: Abby fed her hamburgers.
0: Yeah. Abby says, Broadway baby is my dog. She's the best thing in my life. She doesn't roll her eyes at me. She's wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> and I can't, I can't fault Abby for her love for her dog because I, I am the same way with my dog, Boomy, Boomer. That's my baby. But um, I loved Broadway baby just continued to sit in on the rest of Chloe's rehearsal.
1: <laughs> just like watch the whole thing. <laughs> yes. Yeah, she was the little audience member. Uh-huh.
0: Uh, so now we are at lunch with Kelly, Christy, and Kathy. This is supposed to be like post-Botox. They went to lunch and I guess Melissa, Melissa. went back to the studio. She was like, Which is weird yeah, because why it, wouldn't out. you go to the lunch part instead of the Botox part? But I don't know. That's where the gossip is. Right. So lunch. yeah, lunch is where all the gossip is. Kelly says that was fun and Says to Kathy, oh, I feel bad that you didn't get it done. Like, because Kathy didn't get any Botox. Kathy says, I didn't need it, girls. And she, like, leans in over the table to tell them. She's like, please. I didn't Eh. need any. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, oh, but we sure did. Kathy, yeah, that's right. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Kelly, I never had intended to get Botox before meeting her, like meaning Kathy. And Kathy goes, well, I can tell you right now, you're going to be junkies with it. And for Christy, I think that was somewhat true. But I think Kelly said she never got Botox after that. She hasn't gotten Botox since she this did. Yeah, she appointment. <laughs> um, and she looks great. They, I mean, Kelly and Christy both look great. Christy says, I better keep getting Botox. I don't want anybody thinking I'm Chloe's grandma. Kathy nods her head and says, that's right. And with that <laughs> nose of yours. Oh, Ke- my God. And Kelly, God. like, slams her, he- her hand. Her. Kelly is crying laughing. She is tears. At this, I. I think I- I- Kathy, you can tell she kind of was, like,
1: holding it back. Like, she was like, should I say this? Should I not? And she went for it and said it. <laughs> and it so is funny. wild. <laughs>
0: it is, is so mean. mean christy is shocked she literally looks like directly into the camera lens she didn't with her yeah mouth dropped and like looks at all the producers like did she just really say that she didn't even have a <laughs> comeback she was so shocked I've, i i can't i can't imagine like being with like a group of people and like someone saying that in real life like that is crazy In interview, Christy says, Kathy kept telling me all of the other cosmetic procedures like I needed a nose job. Thank you, Kathy. I'm quite comfortable with how I look. Kathy is a junior high girl and with someone of her age, you think she would have grown up by now. That's a very good explanation of Kathy. She's stuck in like an 80s junior high.
1: Yeah. And I do think it's funny. She's like, I'm quite comfortable with how I look, but they just got Botox. It's just a juxtaposition. I think That it's is, is. That is.
0: And then there's just a quick conversation you hear and you hear Kathy say, do you guys golf? Kelly goes, <laughs> I used to be in a golf league. I had no idea about this. Like I've never heard about Kelly's golfing experience. Yeah. She talked
1: about it on her podcast, but she just did it to, you know, drink and have the cute outfits.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. Then the episode gets a little bit of a shift, and we are going to dive into some stuff going on with Christy and her family. So at lunch, Christy gets a text to her phone that says that her grandmother has been rushed to the hospital. Christy says, "During lunch, I got a text that my grandmother was taken back to the hospital again." Chris- Kelly asked Christy what happened, and Christy says she's eighty-seven. And she's had COPD and congestive heart failure. In interview, Christy says, I'm very close to her. And I was very close to my grandfather as well. So when you get the news, it's not the same as, oh, your grandmother is sick. She's very much my mother. Kathy asked Christy why her grandmother is like her mom. And Christy explains that she doesn't have a good relationship with her mom she says that her mother had her when she was very young and her grandparents were her parents more or less. Um, so that's kind of a background on uh, Christy. She basically was raised by her grandparents and mm-hmm. um, now in this episode, her grandma has been sick in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um Kathy says, you just have to go to her instead of your other obligations at the dance studio. And Christy agrees. In interview, Christy says, going to the hospital is not uncommon for her, but something about this one felt a little different. And then Christy gets up and leaves the lunch table. (laughs) And to um, break the ice, I think
1: Kelly was um, annoyed that um, Christy left her with Kathy
0: by herself. She was probably like, really? She probably was. I can see that. Um, Okay. So there – in this next scene, there's some timeline editing here. And I will explain Mm -hmm. it in a minute. So it comes up that it is two days to competition. And we are with Christy and Chloe and her car, a car. In an interview, Christy says, my grandmother's sick and she's in the hospital. It's very hard. I'm very, very close with her. She's been the most important mother figure that I've had. She's amazing. Christy says to Chloe, thanks for coming with me there, kiddo. Chloe says, no problem. In an interview, Christy says, when I was little, I dreamed of taking dance lessons and I lived with my grandparents. I moved back and forth on and off. I really want Chloe to see the house I grew up in where I danced on the lawn and I dreamed of having a life like she has. Christy tells Chloe, I'm so excited to bring you here. And then they pull up and you, they show the outside of the mm-hmm. Naval Submarine Base in New London. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're living in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. This Naval Base, I looked it up, it's located in Groton, or Groton, G-R-O-T-O-N, Connecticut. This would have been an eight-hour drive from the studio. So there's no way that they did this happened before the competition. However, yeah. this naval base is only an hour or 56 minutes from Providence, Rhode Island, where they were for the competition. So what likely happened was at some point they had a break in Providence either before the competition started. And production, like, basically had gotten Christy to get into a rental car and drive the hour drive to the naval base to go see the house. Um, and then drove back to go to yeah. the competition. They, I think they did say
1: that is what happened. And, um, because Chloe's hair is all done up, like in yeah. a French twist and stuff. And, um, I think they said when they were going to take Chloe and Christy, of course, Abby got annoyed because she didn't want them to feature Chloe. <laughs> For anything on the show, yeah, that makes like, sense. It's not even dance related. Like this is no. just like a for Christie's past to like connect dots and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's actually I think a really sweet scene. I did like um, this. Yeah. So they pull up to a house that's on the naval base, and Christie says that this is the house, but it looks different now. She says that she used to make her younger sister Jody dance with her, and then. She dances on the lawn with Chloe and they just like do little dances and it's really cute. And then in an interview, Christy says, it's so important important to me for Chloe to have the opportunity to shine and show what she can do and what she's worked hard for. Every competition is a chance for her to be able to do that. Although I didn't have all the same opportunities that Chloe had, my grandparents were able to give me what my mother didn't and that was unconditional love. Oh, I thought that was so sweet. I do love this. I thought that was really sweet. It shows a more um,
1: sensitive side that Christy's not all just (laughs) me, like (laughs) hard. Like hard, and she does have a heart, and she comes from a good place.
0: So we're back at the studio now, and it's one day until the competition. Brooke is rehearsing her solo. It's an acrobatic contortion number called Supermodel. So strange for Brooke. I don't know. This dance was so weird. They they only showed a little bit of that. And then we moved to the next scene, which was group rehearsals. And Mm -hmm. Abby is instructing Chloe on how to like make a fist, like either to (laughs) stab or punch someone in the dance. (laughs) And Abby says, where have all the children gone is a very haunting, dark piece of music. And I love to use stuff like that. At some competitions, you'll see tons of dark things. And at others, it's your typical fun, upbeat tap and jazz. So I try to get my kids to do everything. We already know that they can jump, kick, leap and turn. That's not a question. But can they convey this story to the audience, a story which some of them don't even understand? I'd say a majority of them. Don't understand. Mm-hmm. Like she could have sat the kids down and oh, I don't know, actually, if I, I was going to say she could have, could have I sat think the kids they're, down. I was going to
1: say I and think they're naive. It, but
0: I think that it would be better that they're not. Uh, yeah. this, I think they don't need anything else way. on their minds. They're they're <laughs> so overwhelmed with stuff. They don't need this as well. And then an interview page says, I think where have all the children gone can win because it's a good number and we normally don't do scary numbers like that. We normally do more numbers with face and personality. Now this is a fun scene. All right. We are at Kelly's house for her birthday party dinner thing. Kelly says it's my birthday this week. I'm turning forty, and Christy has invited herself to my house with the <laughs> girls for a party. I loved that. Yeah, <laughs> she invited herself. Um, and Melissa, they're all like gathered together, you know, drinking. I saw. Okay, so Holly and Melissa have those little like Seagram's strawberry yes. daiquiris in a bottle. Yes. And uh. Melissa, no, 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 and Kelly and Christy have like white wine and wine uh-huh. glasses, but I was like the little seagrams was so funny, like yeah. Holly drinking that, I don't know why that makes me laugh. It was um, it was cute. It was cute. It was cute. And I've never had those, but I, I literally looked them up to make sure that I was like thinking they were the right thing,
1: and I was yeah. like,
0: you know what? Well, strawberry. Those look kind of good.
1: I had those in college some, when sometimes we used to drink those, but I haven't had any as of late. Mm. So
0: they're opening gifts. Melissa is giving her gift to Gilly. And wait, I said to Gilly. Melissa <laughs> is giving her gift to Kelly. And she says, this is for you and Randy. Randy is Kelly's husband. Melissa <laughs> pulls out what it says on the box, a candy posing pouch which is basically a dro- jock strap and then a candy bra and melissa is so excited about this it's hilarious kelly she wanted them screams like a, she screams so loud and christy <laughs> says if you eat candy off of randy i'm going to lose my effing mind <laughs> candy off of randy I know, I was uh. like, she rhymed. Uh. And then Melissa's not done with her presents. No, she's not. She then pulls out Cheetah Print Fluffy handcuffs and <laughs> hands them to Kelly. Where is she going to buy these gifts? It was probably one store. And in an interview, Christy says, Melissa is the dirty one in this group. She really is. And it was hysterical because everything she was pulling <laughs> yeah. out of the bag, she was trying to slip behind the pillow and take home for later. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then it looks like they're playing some type of like card question game that probably melissa brought and it's probably a
1: gift and she's like let's open it now i want to (laughs) play
0: no that's exactly what happened and christy says kelly have you ever faked an orgasm and before she can answer melissa says no she's never had one and then Kelly again is screaming <laughs> like a hyena, laughing so hard. And Christy's like crying, shoving crackers with cheese in her face. Molly's, like, I want to be there. Too. Like this I, I looks just know, so funny. That was like I, that, like type of laughing where you like can't breathe. Like that is that's how it would be. Um. In interview, Chrissy says, you know, the moms don't always get along. We can argue, fight. But I think this was a really good night for us because we laughed and kind of put things aside and just enjoyed our company. I had a great time. And then – It did look fun. It did. It looked so fun. (laughs) Melissa – Cheers with everyone and it says, like, cheers to the rest of the season and says that she loves them all. And Christy says, cheers and may we all come out survivors. <laughs> now it is competition day and they are loading the bus to head to the airport because. Again, this would have been an eight-hour drive. They're not doing that.
1: We thought of the same thing. I was, I was like, say, "Wickedly talented." You know, yes. Yeah,
0: so, <laughs> so Abby <laughs> says that Providence is an hour outside of Boston, and there's wicked, wicked competition. The wickedly talented Adele Tazim. <laughs> um I
1: thought the same thing. <laughs> who uses who uses wicked wickedly as an adjective? Talented.
0: I think that is a Boston <laughs> thing. That's why she said it because it's like a Boston thing that they say. Oh, I was it's cracking wicked. up! Um, I know. I love. I love that.
1: Christie. I says, was just listening to Wicked actually. I was listening oh, to the I soundtrack love the wicked. other
0: day. Love it. Um, have you seen Ariana Grande's new song? Side note. Yeah, but I heard we're not supposed to like it. We're not supposed to like it, but I gotta say it's a little I, bit. Of it's a, a bop. bop. It is.
1: I was like. I didn't know, honestly, any of that until I saw people saying not to like her, so then I had yeah, to look. Yeah, because it's a – yeah, there's, it's a whole
0: thing with the Spongebob guy. But song alone, I will say it's a bop. So Christy says, Chloe and I arrived at the dance studio to board the bus to get ready to go to Rhode Island, and I got a call from my cousin. She said that overnight that my Graham got, had gotten worse, and she was now on a ventilator. Kelly goes over to check on Christy after the phone call and asks her what's going on. Christy says that her grandma got bad overnight and is now unconscious and on a ventilator. She's questioning if she should still go to the competition. In interview, Christy says, I can't imagine living my life without knowing my grandmother is here. Even if I don't see her or talk to her every day, just knowing that she's there gives me strength. And to think about her not being here anymore, it's very hard. I'm very, very close with her. Christy tells... Kelly tells Christy, you need to do what makes you feel good. If you feel like you need to be there, then stay. Chloe will be fine. Christy says, how will I choose between two people that I love so much? I'm absolutely conflicted on what I should do. Go on the stand trip, which at this point is so not my priority, or if I should just go to the hospital. Christy says that she knows what her grandmother would tell her to do. She would tell her to go get on the plane. Mm -hmm. Christy says, my grandmother has been an incredible supporter of Chloe from day one. She would have said, don't be ridiculous. Go get on that plane and do what you need to do for Chloe and then come see me. I'll be here. So Christy ends up deciding to get on the bus and go to the airport. Mm -hmm. And that, I can't imagine, that would have been very difficult because you're dealing with – your grandma in the hospital the show filming with the stress mm-hmm. of that and not wanting chloe to be by herself this was like a big competition it and it was 2 days this competition it wasn't just like a one day thing and i know that kelly and melissa and holly um would have gladly helped and like taken care of chloe mm-hmm. but i just think that that would also be stressful for her to think that chloe is there with abby alone
1: yeah that was what i was gonna say i think christy was more worried about what abby was gonna say to chloe and she couldn't be there to defend her because it's harder for the other moms to stick up for yeah um chloe you know someone who's not their kid but i think that was what she was thinking too
0: yeah so now we are at Star Power competition. Abby says, Star Power is a big competition. The judges will be looking for technique, choreography, performance, costume. And I'm like, yeah, like every other competition. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? Like <laughs> 10 the main things. Yeah, It's not different. Um, I feel great. I think we are very pr- we're very well prepared and we're ready to go. In the dressing room, Abby gathers everyone and says, there's people here from all over the place. As it is, wait, wait, wait. there's people here from all over the place as it is the last regional to qualify for their nationals, which is what Madeline was saying. So mm-hmm. I need you to be on the A game today. She points to Maddie, Chloe, and Brooke and says that they all have their new solos today. She tells Maddie that she is going to have her dance in the next age category up, the nine to 11 year olds, and says that she's had a really easy year in the eight and under. And now that she's eight and at the top of the scale. Everybody else is at the bottom of their age scale, so she's going to bump Maddie up and put her on the youngest side just to see how it is. Christy is rolling her eyes because this now means that Chloe and Maddie will be competing directly against each other. This is frustrating. I didn't even it know doesn't you could do sense. this. I think that the rule is that you can go up into higher age categories, but you can't go lower. But it's like into easier age categories. Who
1: would put? Because then it's like she's betting on the fact that like she doesn't know if Maddie will win. Then putting her in the nine to eleven. So it's like, why would any teacher want to do that? Bump them up. Well, and she
0: also could have had three first place winners rather than just two. She could have taken all the categories. She could have taken every category. I don't. It doesn't make any sense other than to mess up chloe that really it really Mm -hmm. doesn't um an interview christy says i don't know
1: if the i don't know if the judging is different like maybe the um the like it's obviously gets harder as you get older so i'm like maybe she wants her to be judged as a 9 to 11 year old instead of an 8 and to to see how she does, like for her yeah. personally, but it's like she just didn't, and I I could get that, but it's like she just didn't even think about Chloe being in that category too. Like she didn't have any care that she would have been taken anything away from Chloe,
0: which is the sad part, right? An interview, Christy says. I can't believe Abby bumped Maddie up into Chloe's age category. It's just typical Abby. She can't just let Chloe have her day. She always had to make it about Maddie. But I do agree with you that uh, part of Abby could have not even been thinking about that, and she just wants Maddie in the higher age category to have the more difficult judging to challenge Maddie. But I think that's where the frustration is, is that she's not even considering Chloe. She's only thinking about what's Mm -hmm. good for Maddie. Yeah. And then Chloe says in an interview, I really don't want Maddie bumped up into my age category because I feel like I have a better chance of winning first place if we, if we were in separate categories. I think that was a producer making her say that, but I I'm think sure so that's too, true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then everyone's getting ready. We're in the dressing room. Kelly asks, where's Brooke's costume? Now, Guys. Y'all might have to go Google this for yourselves, but you have to Brooke- see it to believe. You have to see it to believe it. Brooke holds up a hot pink and red outfit that is just atrocious. Abby's face, <laughs> like in the back. She's literally looking at the costume like, oh, like, ooh. Kelly says It was like a- ew when she sees it. <laughs> literally, she says, ew. <laughs> it's um, how would you explain it? It's like a
1: asymmetrical it's it's a romper okay it's a romper that has one sleeve one Mm -hmm. long sleeve and to connect the top and the bottom it's like these crisscross red straps and then the shorts have these red shiny stickers that you would get like on a test if you made a good grade
0: Mm -hmm. the sparkly like
1: red yeah and so it was so and it was so small like the like it was like not gonna do work with all her little acro tricks that thing would just pop right off
0: yeah I, it was it was bad and christy says that looks like McKinsey would wear that because it was so tiny and it was childish i guess yeah um
1: like clown like it looked like a clown
0: like dance oh yeah and yeah oh, <laughs> <gasps> We'll bring that up. An in Interview Kelly says, Brooke's costume is awful. It was hot pink and had red polka dots on it that were stickers. It was just terrible. I don't know how we're going to come up with another costume, but Brooke is not wearing this on stage. Kelly looks at Abby and says, that's just ugly. Does it look like 13 to 15 age category? Kathy in the background. No, it looks like Pennywise the Clown. <laughs> And it was worse because at this point, once Brooke put it
1: on, then they put on that neck piece that was like with like a flower fabric and a humongous flower that covered the entire length of her neck from her chin, from her jawline down to her collarbone. It was huge.
0: That made it way worse. And then you see Abby kind of like look down at a little table next to her and it has another costume on it. This costume is Vivi's duet costume. It's like another hot pink costume. She – Abby asked Kathy if she would mind if Brooke tries it on. Yeah. Kathy – She does. doesn't say anything. She does. She makes a face and just kind of is like oh, – like shakes her head, but she lets her try it on. And in interview, Kathy says – Brooke gets handed her costume, it is probably the ugliest costume I've ever seen, and all eyes fall on Vivi's top, and all of a sudden, Brooke is now wearing Vivi's top. Vivi finally gets a costume that is a custom-made costume, and we have to now share it. I'm not happy. I'm not happy, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what that is. It's from Incredibles. Oh, Edna? No, it's like the guy, the insurance guy at the beginning. Oh. Did you just watch that? That you would know that? No. (laughs) You know. Big brain up Uh here. Brooke comes out in Vivi's costume and Abby says that she likes the top on her. It's like a cute little like hot pink beaded top with like some crystals. Like a showgirl top almost. Yeah, it was going to say, yeah, showgirl for a little girl. Yeah. The bottoms and I were guess, small. Like Vivi's vo- oh, yeah. bottoms the, were
1: small in Brooke, but
0: – Yeah. I, I'm guessing that the duet was Vivi and Kinsey and it was like mm-hmm. a showgirl routine. I'm literally just making that up. We've but never was, seen that, yeah. We've never seen it. And if it was a duet, the only person who she was doing duets with was McKinsey. So I'm assuming that's what it was. Um, and then you see like a little moment between Christy and Chloe they Backstage, and they're being cute. And Christy's like, Oh, I love your veil. You're so sassy. Good luck Mm -hmm. and have fun. And just like gives her a little like hug and kiss. And then Chloe goes out on stage and performs her solo. And it's so good. And her costume is very cute. It's like a black and white striped leotard with little like hot pink accents, like little bows. And she has like long gloves and a little black uh, like veil headband. Yeah, I liked it. And Christy says, when I watch Chloe dance, it's so amazing for me. It's like magic. She's my little girl. I love her more than words can say. And when she's on stage, she's perfection. And again, I think that Chloe did a very good job with her dance. It was Mm -hmm. very cute and sweet. I didn't think it was like the most technical dance because it's musical theater. So she's not going to be doing like crazy tricks. But it was very well done. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, she did good with what they put in it for her.
0: hmm So Maddie is going to be performing her solo next. Her costume, it's fine. It was just like a white leotard with a little like flowy skirt attached and some rhinestones. I
1: think, I think this was one of Brooke Highland's, one of her old costumes from like a duet she did when she was mm. little.
0: It was pretty. Like it was, it was nice. Maddie says – Beautiful is a difficult dance, and I really like the challenges. I'm not afraid of competing against older girls because I'm used to winning any dance I do. All right, girl. <laughs> Christy says, there's other kids on the team that work hard, and Abby should have left Maddie in her own age category because then Maddie could have won her category, Chloe could have do hers, and Brooke could have done the next one. She moved Maddie up so that she could be sure that Chloe didn't win. Then it shows a shot of backstage, and Chloe is in her Ma, He's making eyes at me, bride costume.
1: Yeah, but the dance on the little TV is cry, so it's just from a an old competition that they just. You put think it was an old competition,
0: look- or you think yeah. that they did another? They, they did two solos. No, Can because you do Paige is
1: wearing the same outfit from the first competition that they did. Cry and Ma, he's making eyes at me. Messy,
0: messy, messy, messy. You know, editing, I, don't guys. I don't think they would have. I don't
1: think they would have had them do those dances again. at This one,
0: yeah. I thought Maddie's solo was good but boring. Her dancing, yeah. It's all of her solos are so similar that they it run looked, together yeah. and bore me. I'll I liked honest. her hair. But she's very did, good.
1: Yeah, I liked her hair. How they did that bun with the circle hair piece around it. Yeah, that was cute.
0: All right, so we are at solo awards for Chloe and Maddie's age category, and the announcer says that less than one point is separating second place from first place, and then he announces that Chloe got second place and Maddie won first place. It was uh, by half of a point. Mm-hmm. Christy is upset, but she said at least Chloe gets to compete at nationals.
1: Yeah. It's just no one was shocked because it's like we knew this was going to happen. Yeah. Cause, and because um, lyrical tends to be like musical theater or mm-hmm. jazz
0: or – Yeah, it does. So we are back in the dressing room and Kelly is getting Brooke ready. She's about to go on stage soon. She's adding some pink glitter to the costume and like on Brooke's arms. Holly is sitting there kind of watching her and goes, you're putting glitter on top of glitter on Kathy's costume? Like, kind of like, oh. yeah." Kelly says, I ain't afraid of her. <laughs> uh-huh. Kathy walks in the dressing room and says, so I thought about it and I really don't want Paige. Wait, what's your kid's name? Oh, Brooke wearing the costume. Oh, no. uh, uh-uh. This has made me so mad. This is very frustrating. Kelly is mad, and she just looks at Brooke and says, whatever, Brooke, take the costume off. Then she Mm -hmm. says to Kathy, if you don't want to be a part of our group, don't come to our studio. My daughter is dancing in three minutes. Kathy, well, it's ridiculous that you aren't prepared. Then Christy starts taking the girls out the room and taking them away. Kathy, no. Kelly yells at Kathy to leave their studio. In interview, Kelly says that Kathy is way out of line coming up to her three minutes before Brooke dances and having her take the costume off. Back at the dressing room, Kathy, it's ridiculous. I've never seen such disorganization in my life. Kelly, well, it isn't my disorganization, is it? But you're going to hurt my daughter. And that's what I was going to say. Like, it's not
1: Kelly's fault this costume looked bad. She was prepared, and obviously she has a backup costume, but it's like, if they can fit her into this other, like, actual
0: costume, like, why not? Why not? Kathy says that when Abby insists on this ridiculousness that Kelly should stand up for herself, Kelly screams at Abby – I mean, Kelly screams at Kathy – Go back to your studio, Kathy. I'm not. I'm here to stay, so like it. Kelly, (laughs) I don't. And neither does anyone else. I love she threw everyone on the bus. She's like, well, I don't yet. And no one else either. No one else likes you either. Kelly says that they always share costumes as a group. And tells Kathy, why didn't you tell me this earlier so I could have gotten another costume from Maddie? Yes, she waited until there was like about two numbers, and mm-hmm. then said, "Actually, Brooke, take it off. That's not right. That is not right. Yeah, if she would didn't want her to wear the costume, she should never have even let her try it on." Mm-hmm. Um. So Kelly gets the costume top from Brooke. She kind of like rips off the like sewing stuff that she did, and then she flings it at <laughs> Kathy and says. Here, you can sew it yourself and hire one of your sewing ladies to do it. Kathy, well, I intend to. Kelly, my daughter is going to dance in her leotard and tights, and I'd like to have one of your dancers from your studio dancing, and I guarantee you that she will beat their ass wearing an effing leotard. Kathy, I doubt it. Kelly, watch, let's go. Kathy, your kids all have sickle feet, and it blows my mind that's all you care about. Kelly, let's bring your kids from your studio to a competition. Bring it on, Kathy. Bring it on. And that's so that when the was producers just hit for tat. Yeah, when the producers light bulb
1: went off and they were like, "Oh my gosh, huh. yes. Let's bring Kathy's studio."
0: Exactly. They were like, "Wait a minute."
1: So Kelly started idea. this whole <laughs> Yeah, she started the whole rivalry of the rest of the series.
0: She really did. She really did. It was her idea. So now um, Brooke's just in like a
1: two-piece little dancewear set. It's it not was, even a I costume. I thought it was cute.
0: Like it was cute. It didn't look like it was. But not for it a regionals
1: competition. Not
0: for a, no. But it was like just a halter top that had a pattern on it and like light blue booty shorts. It was presentable. Mm-hmm. And so they're kind of going down to go to the stage that Brooke can dance. And so Kelly says to Brooke, Okay, do not let that upset you. You don't need a costume to win. In an interview, Kelly said that the costume was not going to look anything like Vivi's costume tomorrow in the duet. It was very wrong of her to do that. Again, we don't see anything about this duet that Vivi has, but anyway. In an interview, Brooke says, I wasn't really mad at Kathy. I just wish she would have she told me about not wearing the costume sooner and not two numbers before I was going to go on stage. So I was really nervous and didn't know what the judges were going to think because I was supposed to be a supermodel and I was wearing a crop top and booty shorts. Yeah. Like the dance is called supermodel, so you would think it would be like a fabulous costume.
1: And it yeah. wasn't.
0: And I, don't, I still don't understand the whole
1: concept of the original costume, what it was even supposed to look like, but we'll just no. leave it alone.
0: No. So – I honestly thought that Brooke did a good do- job in this dance. I really thought it was cute. Like I was like she her expression, like her facial expressions were really good. It and was And I thought she did, really did a good job. And then Kelly's in the audience like, "Work it, girl." Work it. Which is smoochy. so out of pocket. <laughs> yeah, "Work it, smoochy. Cuz Kelly's usually not one to be like, "Work it, girl." Like so crass, she but she's so not a yeller.
1: She was yeah. like,
0: yeah, yeah, we're gonna get this. We're gonna get this. And I think um, I
1: liked it too because um Brooke usually doesn't have any like personality dances. That so, is very is true. kind of different. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Her her dances are usually like some type of like emotional, like acro, dramatic, serious, yeah. Serious, dramatic. But this was like fun poppy. So then Brooke kind of, like, stumbles at a part of the dance. And Kelly says, oh, she almost fell. <laughs> but <laughs> I thought she pulled it together, and I thought she did well. Um, Brooke yeah. says, there was so much drama going on backstage that I think it messed up my dance a little bit because I was so nervous. And then after Brooke dances, like, she goes out to see Kelly and all the other moms and everyone. And Kelly, like, starts crying, like, tearing up. um, and. Brooke is like oh why are you crying and she says Kathy just pissed me off so much but you did great (laughs) yeah
1: it was just all of the emotions coming out yeah
0: okay so now we are on day two of the competition because this is a two day competition so Kathy walks in the dressing room and she's like where's the costume the top that Vivi needed and she like looks at either Brooke or Paige and is like where'd your mom put the costume she's so mad and then in an interview she talks and she's angry she said last night I told Kelly that she had to fix the costume because she tore it into pieces she was still working on sewing the rhinestones on
1: yeah it's like
0: that she was had very generous to worry of about that yeah. was generous of Kelly to do that Because I thought Kathy was going to be getting one of her sewing ladies to do it. But I guess she wasn't located in Providence. (laughs) I intend to. (laughs) That's what she said. (laughs) Um, Then we see the girls and you'll see them in the My Pumps costumes for the Mm -hmm. group dance. Um, Kathy says, oh, Brooke, did you do well last night? Obviously, Kathy wasn't staying for her awards. Kelly goes, oh, she got six. Kathy. Brooke won sixth place not because of the costume, but because there were five other girls that were better than her. Such a witch! Why would she
1: ask? Like she, unless the producers told her to ask. But it's like because they didn't because show. She Brooke's already knew awards. what the answer
0: was. She probably uh-huh. already knew what the answer was, and just wanted to provoke them. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, you didn't need to know. So Kelly finishes up the, the costume top and gives it to Kathy, and she says. I hope the rhinestones bring your daughter some luck. I thought that was kind of shady. I liked it. Was. It was. I liked it. <laughs> yeah. She needs it. She needs it. Um, in Interview Kelly says, I hate Kathy, but I ended up fixing the costume, and you couldn't tell I patched it at all. No. Kelly is an excellent seamstress, I will say. Yeah.
1: she. I wouldn't be nervous at all if she was the one sewing my costume together. No.
0: No. And so Kelly asks Christy if she's heard anything from her grandma, and Christy says, "No news is good news." Christy says that she can't comprehend that her grandma is mortal. She says that she's eighty-seven, and this is what Kelly says: Kelly says, "Oh, she's getting up there." Yeah, like, why? Yes, why like yes, say? Kelly, eighty-seven is older, but like, why are you saying that right now? <laughs> um. Christy then calls her aunt and the aunt tells her that her grandma is actually doing a lot better and that she's off of the ventilator and out of the ICU and that the grandma is asking for Christy. I, I'm a nurse and I was very impressed Shocked. With, with, um, I've kind of forgot that was the outcome of the episode. Is that like the grandma did better? That is very rare that an 87-year-old with COPD congestive heart failure is going to be sick go into the hospital go to the ICU be on a vent and then the next day or so is like off the vent and onto a normal floor. No. Uh, but she that's was a also lady. Un- at least she was also unconscious. Well yeah because you have to be unconscious to be on Uh-oh. a vent.
1: Well you don't have to be, but they That's what shocked you. me the most. I'm like this woman was unconscious and now she's fine. I'm like, that, that's I, wild. and very I'm, impressive. And I was so happy for Christy because um, that, that happened and that she felt better about going with Chloe. Yeah. Because that's a
0: hard decision, but that was wild. Yeah. And Christy says that she's relieved and feels like she made the right decision. And so then Kelly and Christy hug, which was sweet. Okay, we are now rehearsing the Where Have All the Children Gone, and Abby says that she isn't sure if the judges will understand the subtlety. (laughs) There is nothing subtle. (laughs) No, right? (laughs) Maybe they're not going to get the backstory about the bullying, because that she just kind of threw in there holly says that it's jarring to see her child choking herself and christy is like yeah she agrees yeah she was like
1: yeah
0: uh uh-huh i know i know and christy's like they and holly they agree they're like we can't say anything to abby because she's just gonna yell at us whatever and then y'all in this dance they have brought a full swing set like a single swing on like a Sing- swing set, and I'm like, Melissa was definitely lugging that around. <laughs> I mean, that it's like from your backyard. I don't know how they got that on the plane. Stop. Maybe they got.
1: <laughs> maybe they bought it when they were in Providence. Uh, okay. I or don't maybe know. it comes apart. But
0: I was like, this thing traveled across the country. The really? swing. I know. Um, and so basically, the swing set. Vivi is sitting on the swing, and then Kenzie is pushing her, and that's all they do the entire dance. Um, so we watch the group dance being performed, and it is dark. Um, so it's not funny, but it is in the w- sense that it's just very campy, over the top. Well, I don't even know if it's campy; it's just over the top, it's yeah. scary. So, at, in one part of the dance, Nia puts her hands up and starts choking herself, and like goes off stage. Then Paige jumps off the front of the stage. Chloe stabs herself in the stomach and dies. And then, like Brooke I runs off, and I and Maddie, I, I guess,
1: like I don't know what Maddie did. She did something with her arm and left. I don't know. Yeah, but I will say I think Brooke was my favorite in this dance. Um, I thought she did very well and she started it off by herself too and um i just think she stood out in it but yeah it was it, it was a, it's, a a dance. Dance. it's a great dance it's a dance. great dance
0: it's just like a lot it's a lot and holly agrees holly says it was a great dance even if it was disturbing and that's actually <laughs> that's, ex- cli- that's exactly they how i feel. to
1: um they clip to some of the people in the audience. And there's like people with their eyes huge, like with their hands over their mouths.
0: And yeah. And and like it looks like they're like looking at the moms, like, you let your kid do this. Like
1: <laughs> Yeah, but at that point, it's like they didn't even know who anybody was, but
0: Yeah. Um, so now we see the awards for the group dance, and the highest scoring routine of the day went to where have all the children gone? And that was out of 280 dances, they won first place. Wild. So that's, that's, that's pretty wild. crazy. That's very impressive. Because that's overall,
1: like that's including all ages. teens, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even, I will say I watched this at my parents' house. And um, our dad, he came home from work. And I was watching just the end of it. And he heard, he's like, he heard the out of 280 dances. And he
0: was like, wow
1: that's impressive
0: (laughs) oh that's so cute that's so sweet
1: and i was like it is i know it's because these kids are like
0: six to 13 Mm -hmm. beating like 15 and like even upper teens yeah that is very impressive so Um, they qualified for nationals Melissa says they are now qualified for nationals. Abby was so proud of them. She is very excited and says that this is only the beginning of the road to nationals. And then Paige asks if they can go to the mall now. I was like, (laughs) that is so me. I love that. Mm -hmm. Because I bet they they knew that there was a good mall nearby. And she was like, let's go. I'm sure. Yeah. Let's bounce. So that is the end of the episode yeah this and one was good. good it wasn't
1: too much but i liked the kathy and kelly fight
0: that was a really the good fight kathy fight is good because it's just not really like huge stakes it's just kind of funny and it leads um, up to us seeing candy apples later on it does and it also i liked the story like the backstory about christy and her family and kind of you mm-hmm. we aren't gonna really get that honestly with any of the other moms, I can't really think of a scenes where we... Well, Melissa, we know about. We find out about her mom, but... Oh, we do. A little bit. But it it was a nice scene, I thought. Yeah. Um. So next week, this episode is... Um, Holly and Abby are going to be having conflict because N- Nia is being put in a stereotypical dance based on her race um and i think it's another solos week so
1: yeah so each kid gets a solo again and with new costumes and dania does her infamous loquifa dance with a leopard print costume and a afro and Mm -hmm. it's just it doesn't get across and we'll talk about it too but Holly's just trying to tell Abby why it's stereotypical and why she may not want that for every single one of Nia's
0: dances and it, it doesn't get across. No. But we'll talk about that next week. Um... Yeah. So thanks everyone for the great feedback on our podcast. We love doing this and we have a lot of fun with it. So thanks everyone for listening. And don't forget to um,
1: <laughs> follow us and give us ratings on Spotify and Apple podcasts and follow our Instagram at girlsouttheroompodcast and we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. When you're home, babe, I wanna...